0: The race is on, and it looks like heartaches, and the
1: winner loses all. Hello and welcome to Baby Talk, our show on the In The Money Media Network, sponsored by our friends at Gainesway. Peter Thomas Fornitown here to go over a handful of two-year-old races on this loaded Saturday of racing at Saratoga and elsewhere. And to do it with me, we bring in from Gainesway, Ben Gowans. Ben, how are things?
0: We're great, Pete. We're uh, we're coming into Travers Weekend uh, full steam ahead. Uh, exciting weekend of racing uh, already underway yesterday and looking forward to uh, the personal incident today and uh, plenty of good stakes tomorrow as well.
1: You were just traveling. Was that a work trip or a pleasure trip? And tell us about it.
0: Uh, it was a, a work trip, but... Uh, you know, I'm very fortunate that uh, when you go around the world and, and look at horses, it's, I don't consider it too hard of work, but uh, went, uh, went over to the uh, Deauville sale, the yearling sale Arcana hosts uh, in August last week and was fortunate enough to, to purchase a, a horse over there and uh, got to experience all the, the different things that you do over there in France, uh, good cuisine, Met plenty of uh, nice people and, and experienced the racing a little bit as well. A great day of racing there on on Sunday. So a, a very uh, a very enjoyable trip.
1: Oh, that's that's beautiful. And how do their sales compare to ours? What would be like a little snapshot? Things that are same, the same things that are different.
0: Slower. Uh, they'll average. Uh, just under 20 horses per hour sold there. The auction process is a lot slower. They take their time. Whereas here, you're going to average about 40 horses sold per hour. Uh, so about half the number of horses go through the ring over there. Uh, but it's, it's the same process. Generally, you know, um, you have a few days to look at horses. And then uh, the, the, the sale over there is a three-day sale. They sell only about 110 horses per day. Uh, and, you know, which when you compare that to Keeneland September, you're selling, uh, on the the busy days, you're selling 400 horses per day. So just a bit of a, a different, uh, approach, but uh very enjoyable trip over there.
1: What are you seeing pedigree wise over there? Is it, is it more like Tattersalls? Do you see, do you see American pedigrees? Like what what are you looking at typically?
0: Yeah, it, it's obviously heavily, uh, European, heavily, a lot of old French families over there. There's a a few American sires that make their way into the catalog, but it's mostly European uh, and especially French uh, pedigrees. You're seeing a lot of Siunis, a lot of Wooden Bassets, and then a few of the newer horses. uh, Of course, uh, Sotsas, son of Siuni. He had his first yearlings on offer over there last week, and they're a very good-looking bunch.
1: Sure. Peter Brandt owns Sotsas, if I'm remembering that right. Won some very valuable prizes over there.
0: Yes, correct. Uh, a very good horse.
1: Let's dive into the races this weekend, starting with Saratoga race number six. This is actually the race before the pick six. But I feel like there's a history of there being hot maiden races on Travers Day. This one's for Phillies going six furlongs. Where's your eye drawn when you look at this field?
0: There's a, as we always say, there's a lot going on. Uh, there's, uh, of the Phillies that have run, uh, I think you'd start with Colonial Rose for Al Stahl, the daughter of Constitution. She was second first time out to Sam's Treasure earlier in the meet. Uh, she's a daughter of Constitution. You'd expect her to improve second time out. Well, there's quite a bit of going on with the first time starters. Maybe one to point out is just FYI, justify out of star act for George Krikorian and Bill Mott. She has shown quite a bit of ability in the morning. I uh, would expect maybe the six furlong distance just be a starting point, but she is one that's trained with, with uh, quite a bit of talent.
1: Yeah, looking at that, uh, looking at that female family, two others have made it to the races in North America, one won and one ran second, which is an interesting contrast to some of these, some very productive female families looking through these races. And that's something in itself I look at. But then when you see a runner like she's wicked smart, that's had, you know, nine siblings make it to the races and a bunch of them have won, but none of them have won first out, probably part of the reason that one is, uh, you know, a double digit on the morning line in this uh, in this salty affair. My I was definitely drawn to that uh, to that. Just FYI uh, for Bill Mott, that's that's a very cool pedigree that feels like could could win early and uh, keep winning if things go according to plan. Any others worth uh, highlighting in here for uh, for for Saturday for at this point?
0: Uh, I think you have to mention uh, number six, Cowgirl Charm for for Todd. She's a daughter of Looking at Lucky, uh, and she cost 160 grand last year. So that's that's quite a bit for a Looking at Lucky. Uh, she's a sister to Glacial, who won first time out was throwing in the Bachelor It Turned out to just be an okay horse, but he did win first time out. There's some, there's plenty of uh, early type stuff in the pedigree. So she's shown some speed in her gate breezes as well, and and she might be one to factor in. Another filly so that's shown some speed. Uh, is here's your her trouble for chad brown daughter munnings out of a first defense center? that's that's some speed that's win early there too and uh she's she's shown to be she's the type of filly that you know you'd expect to run well uh, in this type of scenario
1: another one of the mixed message ones is the four shoplifting in this spot into mischief i don't blame anybody who bets them automatically first time out and from a really cool female family miss shop who was trained by Alan Jerkins and has had several make it to the races, but another one of these where none have won first out and there's these bullet works staring you in the face. She's surely going to catch some money, and, and I'm tempted to take more of a wait-and-see approach, especially because I historically think of the Anthony Dutrow runners doing so much better second out than, than first out. Do you give her any count in here?
0: Yeah, no, there was a, a breeze of hers on XBTV, and she, she was impressive breaking from the gate. Uh, it's interesting to note that it appeared to be John Velasquez on her in the breeze, uh, and he chooses to ride for Todd, which is a, a natural sort of thing. But it is interesting to note that, uh, yeah, I would I would uh, sort of be a wait and see approach with her, but uh, you can't knock anyone for uh, for betting a daughter into mischief first time out.
1: Yes, bunch of Phillies who I think we're going to be hearing from tomorrow and after. I feel like that's going to be a field where several of them win second out that's my That's my gut, and we'll see if a just f y i can get us done for us there. Let's zip all the way out to the West Coast before we come back to Central and we'll close at Monmouth. but let's go out to Del Mar for their fourth race on Saturday, where we've got a, a field of nine going postward. Any uh, strong fancies in here among the ones who've run or the first-time starters?
0: Well, I'd say uh, this is the, the pivotal race for Miramati, the, the horse bred by Gainesway, a uh, son of Intimischief out of uh, our Miramore chocolate. He was a million-dollar yearling last year in September, and he's been highly touted. Uh, in both career starts uh and he's been you know a little disappointing but there's a this is a big stretch out from five to a mile he's a big long striding horse I would expect him to be able to use that big long stride be forward in the race uh and i i, I would expect him to win this weekend another horse to mention is sense a first time starter for for richard mandela street sense call out of spellbound who was a, a grade two winner and this is uh, a half-brother to Soothsay, one uh, of the Santonita, Indiana Oaks, and he's, he's you know, it's a tough task to debut going a mile, but his horse shown some ability as well.
1: Yeah, Soothsay did win first out, albeit going six furlongs. so I definitely have my eye on that one, and I was going to ask you about Miramati. As a handicapper in general, when you're making such a huge difference between Five furlongs and a mile. How relevant, if at all, are the published speed figures, or is this the kind of thing where you could improve really any amount?
0: Uh, I think they're they're very relevant. Um, but you know, he, if you look at his, even in saying he's been disappointing, he does have the best figures in the race from a buyer per- perspective. So um, when you consider that, and you consider you know his damn more chocolate was a a mare who was best going two turns. Uh, I just think that. Tomorrow will be the day for him.
1: We will be rooting for that one. Bread by Gainesway, name for our uh, our pal up there in the Saratoga slash Santa Anita announcer's booth. Perhaps we can raise a piece of pizza to Miramati if, uh, if that one can get the job done Saturday night out at Del Mar. Let's go to Ellis. I feel like we've given Ellis, and this is a host fail, nothing to do with you, Ben. we've given Ellis a little bit of a short shrift this meet, and they do have a good two-year-old program as Kentucky continues to establish itself as a year-round circuit. So I wanted to at least pop by and talk about a couple of the Ellis races, and we'll start off looking at their uh, it's actually they go back to back it's the fifth and sixth race for the people who like to bet doubles in these baby races what did you uh think of ellis park's fifth ra- oh i'm looking at the wrong day <laughs> sorry I, pu- I put you away there what did you think of ellis park's second race on saturday
0: yeah. Interesting group of, of Phillies, uh, the favorite in the morning lines, musical diva, McLean's music Philly for Brad Cox who showed speed and just got tired in her debut. Would expect her to, to show yeah. speed again from the rail and, and be, be there. Thereabouts, uh, Philly was, beat her by a length and a half is, uh, Wayne Catalano's regal rumor who had big fast works into her debut uh, a little over a month ago, the uh, Cantharos Philly ran she ran well first time out and comes back with another bullet breeze. Philly that caught my eye is uh the the number seven for Godolphin uh, Novara for Brendan Wall. She's a Spites Town Philly uh out of the Mayor Sentiero Italia who is a very, very good turf mare and, and this makes this filly a, a half sister to uh Santon who is a uh, multiple grade one winner and just ran a very good race in the Arlington Million a few weeks ago. So it's interesting to see Brendan's debuting as Philly on turf where, you know, he, he, he could have multiple turf options, whether it be at Ellis or winning for Kentucky Downs. He's choosing he's to debut this Philly on dirt. So he's seen enough from her uh, in the morning to think that she she might be a dirt horse.
1: I was wondering if it had the look of a prep, but I guess it's a little close in timing to run here and then come back for Kentucky downs. That's that's uh that would be back a little bit quick. So maybe it more is a, a case of he thinks this one could be a dual surface performer. Cause you'd certainly, you'd certainly look at this pedigree and think turf.
0: Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, for sure. And no, it, it'd be a little, a little tough to to run back at, um, at Kentucky downs next month. And then Churchill has limited turf opportunities next month. So um, I would just, I would think he, he thinks she's a dirt horse, to be honest.
1: Yeah, that's interesting, and and definitely one with very nice blood who you who you want to take another look at. I thought that the 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 nine runner had kind of a cool pedigree by Hard Spun out of Sea Level Drive by Malibu Moon, who's had some Sea uh, Level Drives had a couple make it to the races, who've run okay on debut. Did you have any any thoughts on that uh, Masterson owned runner?
0: Yeah, no, she she had a, a decent breeze at the, the Timonium sale. Uh, this is another filly from the pedigree. You know, C-level drive ran on a few different surfaces, but she was good on turf as well. Um, you would think longer and turf, but, but uh, Norm debuts her going um, short on dirt, and she has a few fast works in there. And, it, you know, you would think Martine Garcia is probably the first call for Norm at Ellis. Uh, he chooses this over Norm's other runner. Uh, and and Norm's, Norm's just firing away everywhere he runs right now. So you have to respect, uh, him
1: favorite, likely going to be tough in here. I suppose ultimate shopper herself ran such a big race, on debut and has had progeny who've done well on debut not going to get much in the way of price on that number one musical diva but in any sort of uh wage any sort of horizontal wagers i would probably uh, be giving her an extra look but you know it, it's not like it's uh got a break from down there or things could get could get ropey and i think those are some of the interesting ones to mention you ready to proceed to race number five yeah let's go Let's talk about these fillies. We're going a mile, a sort of unusually configured mile that Ellis comes into play here. We've got a field of 10 and some uh, you know, of the, of the very familiar names on the circuit participating. Who do you like here?
0: Yeah, I, I thought an interesting filly uh, was drawn on the rail. She's all Ellie, the daughter of More Than Ready out of She's All In, Was a very good race mare herself, uh, and she's a dam of She's All Wolf. Uh, who's a stakes winner and, and graded stakes performer as well. you know this is a family that's that's dirt route and this Philly debuted dirt uh, turf sprinting and just ran evenly but she come back she's come back with two decent breezes and she now she goes a, a mile on dirt so if, uh, you know if, if you get a price on this Philly I, f- I feel like she's one to include.
1: I think you will fifteen to one on the morning line, and that was my question with with she's all Ellie. Do we think that was? Do we think that was just a prep? When you see bet, you know twenty five to one there, it, it could be that that was just a prep as opposed to oh, we think this one is 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 turf, right?
0: Yeah, you'd have to think so. I, I would say Donnie von Hamel is one who takes his time, so it looked it appears to be a prep to me.
1: Yeah, so that's that's a very interesting idea at a big price. What about some of the others that look like they're going to uh, catch some money in this spot? Anybody stand out amongst those?
0: Yeah, I think you have to talk about LA Woman for Brad Cox and Calumet, uh, the daughter of City Light out of uh, grade one winner, uh, teammate, or grade two winner, grade one placed. Uh, teammate's just been an okay producer, and actually you know, a few of those are better progeny have run on uh, turf, but... Brad Davies is Philly on, on dirt, and she has some okay works up in Indiana. Another Philly is uh, Pula for Phil Bauer, ghost sapper Philly out of a super saver mare. She was a very good-looking uh, yearling last year at Phase of July. I remember her well. and um, Interesting to see her debut at a mile. It's a tough draw, but wouldn't be surprised if she's one that has some
1: ability. Yeah, from that unusual configuration, the outside not necessarily great. But yeah, Pula definitely worth taking a look at. And L.A. Woman, you you mentioned about teammate not exactly setting the world on fire with the progeny, but five of the eight to make it to the races did hit the board at least first time out. So uh, L.A. Woman perhaps more than just a hunch play for Doors fans as we close the door at Ellis and move to our last point of call for this edition of Baby Talk, which is going to be back at uh, Monmouth Park on saturday where we've got a uh, we've got a two hundred thousand dollar stake race for these two year olds we're going a mile it's the sapling we got a field of 10 i think a lot of the attention if not all the attention is going to end up focusing on the two on the outside starting with dornick the the full to mage could be a very big day for the damn puka on Saturday, but also uh, noted a horse that has attracted wagering attention in both outs and did win the maiden last time. Making the switch over to the dirt looks like it could easily be a dual surface pedigree. There, very curious what you think about the sapling.
0: Yeah, good luck getting seven to two on Doorknock. Uh <laughs> he, he won't be seven to two. He actually ran pretty well first time out. You know, he, we we talked about P. If you remember that, I, yep. I, he didn't break very well in those. Uh, gate breezes before his first, first race, but he actually, uh, he did the same thing in the afternoon. He, his first few steps weren't, weren't quick, but he got into stride right away and uh, Luis sent him on in there and he showed plenty of speed after, um, after breaking slowly and and took, you know, that, that was when the, that was a day of rain, one of the many days of rain we've had up here. And uh, he took plenty of mud, got plenty of experience out of it and ran like a horse uh, that should appreciate more ground, which, which naturally makes sense. He'll be tough to beat, for sure. You'd expect him to, to be forward and um, you know travel well going the mile. One horse that I thought uh, made some sense was Crazy Mason, uh, son of Colfront who won one of those auction maidens up here uh, in Saratoga. But uh, it was only five and a half, but he, he really ran through the stretch and ran through the wire. He ran like a horse who should be able to stretch out. Uh, I like the draw. I like also that there's a, quite a bit of speed in here. I would expect them to go pretty hard early. And he's a horse that's passed horses before. I think he'll, I like the draw. I think he'll sit, you know, stocking or mid pack. And, and he'll be the horse I use in exacto with doorknock.
1: It's exactly what you want to see from a handicapping point of view looking at pace numbers for a stretch out Crazy Mason where in both races, what uh, Paul Matisse calls an upline, where just getting faster all the time through the race, it would really be a surprise if the distance was any issue for a runner like Crazy Mason. So I like uh, I like that analysis very much. What about uh, the seven runner, the local hopeful in there for uh, Soze? Do you, do you see uh, that one being able to make an impact against some of these uh, presumably more fancied runners?
0: Yeah, potentially. You see, uh, Bucarino, the horse was second to him first time I Came back to win at Parks. This horse uh, is sozy is, is a massive horse, and we've seen that with, with quite a few of the Max's mischiefs. They're on the bigger side. He's another horse that you would you would think to factor into the pace, um, and you know maybe he'll be around late. But I just think there's better options at similar prices.
1: And what are your thoughts on Noted for the dirt specifically? Does that, does that give you any concerns, or do you think that's going to be okay?
0: I just think from a wagering perspective, you know, if he's going to get bet off that turf form, and he can certainly run well, and, you know, Todd's obviously running him here, so I think there's a chance he can handle dirt. But from a wagering perspective, if he is a short price, um, I just think there's, you know, proven dirt horses who would rather back
1: Good stuff, my man. Appreciate you coming on. Good to hear about your trip. Glad you're back in town. Still can't believe we had not had the opportunity to run into each other at the track. We'll have to make that happen either this weekend or next. We'll be back again next week for another edition of Baby Talk uh, for our friends at Gainesway. For Ben, I'm Peter Thomas Fornital. May the hammer drop your way.